Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. It's time for our monthly catch-up with eAccess Bulletin. It's a free guide which you can have delivered to your inbox. And, uh, well, as you'd expect by the name, all the talk is around assistive technology. There's all sorts of reports on different topics, conferences, and readers get their chance to send their questions to the inbox as well. Tristan Parker is the man behind the Bulletin, and he joins us now. Hello, Tristan. Thank you for joining us. No problem. Hi, Alan. Okay, let's kick things off then with uh, a bit of an idea of what's coming up in the latest bulletin. And we're starting things off with a conference looking specifically at assistive technology. Known as ATEC. It recently took place in Sheffield. I went up to visit. Yeah, it was a great event. Lots of uh, really interesting talks and sessions on different aspects of uh, assistive technology. One of the talks was by uh, John Lamb. Now, John is the uh, executive director of the uh, British Assistive Technology Association, known as BATA, and editor of Ability magazine. Uh, So John gave a talk at the event on um, a series of challenges that are facing the assistive technology industry. So this included things like uh, the various financial issues, such as the cost of developing this specialist technology, uh, which can often be very expensive to produce and sell. The fact that nowadays a lot of assistive technology needs to work alongside mainstream technology, the kinds of things that people use every day, so mobile phones, for example. And there's also the fact that in a lot of cases, there, there still isn't that easily available information on the kinds of assistive technology for the people who need it. A lot of challenges and issues facing the industry, I suppose, and uh, John talked through some of them. So uh, in the bulletin, I go into a bit more depth on uh, some of those challenges. Great to hear a conference specifically around assistive technology and some of those hurdles being discussed there, Tristan, as you say, more in-depth in the bulletin itself. Now, last month we were talking about some work that the government was undertaking on its website and some more news on that. So as I mentioned in in last month's show, earlier this year, gov.uk, which is the uh, UK government online services portal, they launched a survey to find out what kinds of assistive technology people are using when they access the gov.uk website. So the results of that survey are now in and they're being published on the accessibility blog of gov.uk. So as you might expect, there are some uh, some interesting findings, uh, which I talk about in the bulletin. Just to run through a couple of quick ones, in terms of the technology being used, screen magnifiers and screen readers, which I'm sure many listeners will know, are, are used mainly by people with uh, visual impairments. Those were the most popular forms of assistive technology that are being used to access the site, uh, used by around 30% of people who completed the survey. Another interesting element of the survey that's being published is a lot of people didn't like the use of PDFs on the site. They're just often, they're not accessible for people using assistive technology, things like screen readers. They just often can't get on with PDFs because there are a lot of formats uh, issues with them. That's something I'm sure that a lot of people listening will uh, will appreciate and have experience of. So as a result of this, uh, gov.uk are looking at sort of using less PDFs on the on the site in future, which uh, will be a welcome relief to many people, I'm sure. I'm putting out the flags here, just just hearing that I'm a screen reader user myself, Tristan. And you know, when you come across sites or even emails and people send you things, and there are PDFs attached, it's almost a bit like Russian roulette. Is it going to work? Is it not going to work and you just really wish that 
they weren't used at all, to be honest. So uh, that'll be quite an interesting one. Look forward to having a closer look at that myself. Um, now, the bulletin itself as assistive technology is, is a global thing. And we're looking uh, now at uh, some educational solutions from the USA. Two organisations in the, the United States have produced a, uh, uh, they call it a, a digital accessibility toolkit. And uh, it's, it's aimed at people in education and teaching. Although it's been produced in, in the US, it's very much still relevant to uh, a UK audience or indeed anyone really who's involved in uh, learning or education at all. So it features information on uh, tools and software and other types of assistive technology that can be used either in the classroom or by students who are learning online at home. Uh, so again, this includes things like screen readers, screen magnifiers, uh, video captioning, a really wide range of things. Uh, and it also gives uh, a bit of advice on purchasing accessible technology for those people involved in the, the procurement process. Fantastic. Now, we started off talking about, about the Assistive Technology Conference. I take it that's going to be featuring quite heavily in this issue. It is. That's right. Yes. It was an all day conference and there were a lot of sessions. So I'm also going to do a kind of roundup uh, feature covering some of the other sessions that were um, that, that took place. So there was a talk from uh, the head of accessibility at the BBC uh, who discussed some uh, really exciting new technologies that are being trialled at the BBC. Uh, and there was also a Q&A session at the end of the event, which covered some really interesting discussion about well, it covered a lot of things. Uh, one of the highlights for me was uh, how wearable technology is increasingly being used uh, by people with a wide range of disabilities as uh, it has a lot of benefits. Okay, now, as with uh, all the bulletins, readers do get a chance to ask questions of yourself and other readers, and that continues once again. This month, we have a question from a very long-time loyal reader of the bulletin, a chap called Anthony Bernard. And he emailed in to ask if uh, other readers of the bulletin can help him with any information about uh, a specific smartphone. It's called the Emporia smartphone. Anthony is blind and uh, he wants to know if the Emporia smartphone uh, can easily be used by people with sight loss, both with and without this removable keypad. Uh, he also wants to know if the phone has the, uh, the Android TalkBack software, uh, which is designed to help people with sight loss use mobile phones. If anyone out there uh, has one of these Emporia smartphones and if they have any experience of using it and um, they could give some information to Anthony, then uh, yeah, please do get in touch. Or indeed, if, if you have any um, any sort of information on other uh, smartphones that might be suitable for someone who's blind, then um, please do let me know. Great stuff. So um, a bit of a flavour of what's coming up in the latest issue there, Tristan. So if people would like to find out more about the bulletin or receive the, the free monthly delivery to their inbox, how do they do that? So all you have to do is uh, go to the following web address, and uh, please note there's no www in front of it. The address is just lists.headstar.com. Uh, I'll just spell that out. That's L-I-S-T-S dot H-E-A-D-S-T-A-R.com. And yeah, you can sign up to the bulletin there. Um, if you'd like to get more of an idea of the kind of things we published, uh, a lot of the bulletin content is actually published uh, on our blog. 
www.headstar.com slash E-A-B live. You can also get in touch with me over Twitter at eaccessbulletin. Or if you have any questions or comments or queries that you think other readers might be able to help with, please do drop me an email and you can reach me on eaccessbulletin at gmail.com. Justin, uh, thanks very much once again for joining us, giving us a flavour of the latest bulletin, which comes out at the end of the month. We'll catch up with you once again in December. And thank you for joining us on RNIB Connect Radio. Thanks very much, Alan. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.